Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. You are back at another episode of Chosen Kings and Queens podcast. This is our extra edition with Chosen Discussions with some of my formidable um, panelists, even the ones who, you know, don't think they were friends for the next 24 hours, but that's utterly perfectly fine. Still love her, still got to do it. So as we get to know, mm. today's topic will be why do people have children? Um, and... We're going to go from there. Everyone introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Lex. Hey, it's Tia and Bruno. Hello, everybody. This is Mark speaking. Okay, energy. What's going on, people? This is Josh. I'm loving the energy that just came back along with that. All right, so today's topic is why do people have children? Um, We have one person on the podcast who has a a child. Um, According to everyone else, I have multiple children, so I guess we'll put it that way. But we have a little excerpt that I want everyone to hear before we get into the actual conversation itself. And we will talk about everyone's, you know, differences, what they think about it and what they don't. Got it? A lot of y'all had children because you couldn't control everything else in your life, and a child was the next best thing. And in a second tweet, like just after it, I tweeted, that's why y'all control and make y'all's kids feel powerless. The phrase, my house, my rules, is because y'all can't control y'all's boss or rude customers or lazy coworkers or your man or your woman or your friends. So your kid is the next best choice. So this summer, I've turned off my notifications. So we gonna see. Um, But even though I was being like petty, it's still true. A lot of people have children just so that they can have some sense of control. They can feel like Not everything isn't out of their control. They have at least one factor that can be manipulated in any way that they want it to be manipulated. And when you have kids that go against the grain, when you have kids that go against your wishes, you start to spiral. Because that's just one extra thing in your life that you can't control. So, we gonna see what everybody has to say. I am so shocked that this is my original page. Like, I've never had to make a new page. I've had a Twitter since 2009. And, yeah. All right, everyone. We are going to start with Josh. Because Josh was the late one here. What are your thoughts, Joshua? Emmanuel. Yo, so my thoughts on um, the sister we were just speaking. Um, yeah, it, it does seem like, and I know from personal experience that uh, some people have babies for a sense of control. Some people, but there's other folks on the, on the, on the flip side of that who have babies because they 
they just want a family, and that is what it is. Like, they're just, like, some people are just, like, some people are made to be parents. Like, um, I know somebody on this call, and I ain't going to point no elbows, but um, she's definitely parent material. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, some people just made to be parents. Okay, so I have a question. Just because, right, do you think the some people have kids because they want a family? Is it because that the family they create is more important than the family that they come from? Like they didn't feel like the family that they have is enough, so they must branch off and make their own? Nah, I'm a, no, no. And the reason I say no is because I'm gonna go from personal experience. Although I, I didn't plan on becoming a father, but in becoming a father, my whole sense of purpose was renewed. Um, I got a chance to give my son everything that I couldn't give, everything that I didn't give. Um, I got a chance to, I, well, I get the chance to give my son everything that I can't give. Well, I, I wasn't give, given growing up. And, um, I get the like I get to make sure that he's he's a better man than like he he sees better than I saw. Repeat the last part of your statement, Josh. Uh so what I said was um I'm speaking from personal experience. Like my son gave me a new sense of purpose. I get it. I get the chance to not only watch him grow up because that is a blessing, but I also get the chance to like give him what I wasn't given as a child. Like just be the type of father that I wish I had. Um, expose him to expose him to the positive side of things versus negative versus that like negative stuff that I saw growing up. I, I can I can actually teach him how to be a man versus him having to grow up in situations where he he would have to grow up fast. Okay, so I'll just jump in because I was already talking. Um, I completely agree with the audio files. In my experience, um, I seen people have kids for several different reasons, right? Even I just put it in our group chat. You kept the baby to prove a point and now bitch all you got is a baby and a point because he left, right? So you kept the baby to keep a man or you kept the baby. I hate when people go, my kid changed my life because now I have someone to love. You should have loved you first because that's a lot of responsibility to put on a child, right? Like my kids saved my life. You should have wanted to live for you first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So having a kid because quote unquote, sons show you love you never had before and daughters make you who you need to be or whatever the dumbass saying is, it's just kind of like, bro, they didn't ask to be here and they're here and that's a whole 10 pound boulder you just put on their neck. They can't even support their fucking head yet. But okay, a lot of people have kids for government funding. That is the reality. Like you got seven kids, 
you ain't never work a day in your life, but now you got Section 8 and you got food stamps and you got dollar public service and you got all these things and you have got comfortable in this lifestyle. So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna have another baby. My food stamps gonna go to 12,000. What? 12,000. It's crazy to me, right? A lot of people have kids for just to say they had a baby, right? Like, it's so many different things. I, and then I, like the girl said, you know, people have these kids and it's to control something. Every other part of your life feel out of control and then the pregnancy test is positive and it's like, yes, something was in my control. I can control having it. I can control raising it. I can control loving it. And then you have a baby and it's harder than you thought it would be. And now you're yelling at your kid and you're frustrated and you're cursing at them and you're creating this this toxic relationship essentially for someone who could have maybe been born later in life when you were better in life and been loved properly. Sorry, I'm back. So all in all, why do we have kids? I feel like we as a people, like we as a society don't understand that having a, a child is a very selfish act. You had this kid because you wanted a family. You had this child because it's a societal expectation that you want to fulfill. You had this child because you felt forced to. You had this kid because you felt like there was no way out. And so this kid had no understanding of what they were coming into. And so people feel like they're being selfless by having a kid, but actually it's very selfish because what you had going on in your life is what caused this child to be here. And parents be want a trophy. You don't deserve a trophy for some position that you put yourself in. Completely agree. So are we only looking at it with the negative connotation towards it? Because, you know, as Josh said, there are some people who did have kids because they wanted to have them and they had the, the means to, you know, take care of them and so forth and, and so, and whatever, right? Um, so are we only looking at it with the negative aspect of it because I, of the recording or are we looking at both sides? I can't speak on something I haven't experienced, right? So again, I don't have a kid. Um, and in my circle of people with a kid, as much as I love them, right? But I'm call a spade a spade. A lot of my friends had kids for the wrong reasons. A lot of my family members had kids for the wrong reasons. I know maybe two people who was just like, I'm going to have a baby with or without a man. I'm going to do this. And they have stuck to it and fully supported their kid and loved their kid and worked on themselves to have that kid. And that's a very small percentage and I barely see them. So I can only speak on what I'm always around. I do know that there are a community of people who love babies and have them for all the right reasons. I just, I'm not in that community and I haven't been exposed to it enough to speak on it. You can have a baby, you can love a baby, you can fully fund them financially. Like these are very positive things to go into, but we as a society don't understand that it's a selfish act. And that's something that I want to reiterate. Like you can give the child all the love they need and desire, but that child is here because you wanted them here. People have kids because, okay, people don't always have kids because they want them. 
but a lot of times people have kids because they want them and so want is something great but then every want has alternative motive behind it what would be that motive or what would you depends on the motive a motive would be like i've always wanted a big family so You'd be like, I come from a big family. I've always wanted a big family. So you have kids to fulfill a fantasy that you created in your mind. That's a motive. And there's nothing wrong with that being a motive, but that's something that you decided that you wanted to do because of how you decide you want your life to look. I think that like the having the child part is less of what's being talked about in that message. And it's more about how that child's being raised, that's being discussed. Like having the child is is like one portion of it, but then the way that they get raised for those 18 years, I think that's what she's more so talking about. Cause it's like, that's the part that you have more ability to manipulate at least for after they are able to have conscious thought and make conscious decisions and so on and so forth because when they're an infant you can't control when they're hungry when they're sleepy you can't control when they have to use the bathroom and you know go in their diaper you can't control any of that that's them doing that because that's how their body works um once they get to that point where they can understand what you're saying and what you're telling them that's whenever it starts becoming more down along the lines of like why they're why people are doing that why they raise their child like that way like my house my rules and stuff applies in that manner so so the question is why do people raise their children the way that they raise them then I feel, um, go ahead mark go ahead to you no go ahead i feel i want to hear what you had to say you'd be like giving me new stuff oh i was gonna say i feel like that should be what the question should have what the statement should have been looked at refer, phrased as because I mean, that's just how I'm, that's how, that the description that she was giving based off of that was how I, you know, perceived it whenever she made that statement. Okay. We can all agree that having kids is a beautiful thing, right? Like, y'all got some strong vaginas, right? Having kids is beautiful. Loving kids is beautiful. Raising kids properly, beautiful. It's just now different, right? We have all these people like, if I ask one of my friends right now, would you have a baby? They go, yeah, for somebody else, because I want the money. Not because you genuinely want to do it, but because you'd get money out of it, right? I have other friends that I ask, like, would you want to be a mom? And they go, yeah, but I would give my kid up for adoption because I know I'm fucked up. Or you have my other friends, it's like, yeah, if it's with this guy, it's always this guy. But if it's another guy, then it's a no, right? So I feel like different women have different answers to the why do we have kids, right? But the facts of remain, we can't take care of our kids. We can't. Financially, it costs so much to take care of a child and people are out here having three and four and five, like it's fun. And childbirth I mean, it's making a kid is fun. Not I all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> it ain't. Sometimes a lot of work. You check engine light, come on, your knees hurt, your neck. Sometimes it's not fun. Like, and it don't last a long time. She said her motor went out. Because at this point, this is all I got to give. We've been doing this for eight minutes and 25 seconds. Like I'm good. Right. So then it's just like, okay, now we done did this, but being pregnant can't be 
fun. I know the first couple months ain't it's not fun. It's not fun. You don't feel good. You're not yourself. Then postpartum is a thing. And people are actively signing up to do this over and over again with ill intentions or not the right mindset. Like it and it's just for what? For three hundred dollars in food stamps or government assistance or to keep somebody that don't want to be kept. But then there's also the aspect of people having kids to fulfill things that they don't have. Like I do have women in my life that I talk to and they're like, oh, I know a lot of women that say, um, I never knew true love until I met my kid or I didn't have someone to love me. So, so, so God kid. gave me a child. Hmm? And so it is not just financial gain. People are also trying to maneuver around getting a therapist and instead having a kid. And that is so messed up because it's like, all you did was take all your broken pieces and give it to somebody else. And now I'm carrying around broken pieces, but I can't spell my name. I don't know my alphabet. My favorite color is pizza, but I'm here to save someone. I'm here to save you. That is wild, crazy to me. And having children used to be beautiful. Like people would get married at 18 and have a big family and be all in love and everybody knew the kid and the kid was just like great to society. And that was just like, girl, you was, you it was all great to society. Yeah, Not all of killers and drug dealers, right? Um, now you got seven kids, two baby fathers, they in and out of jail, you hurting and you go meet a new nigga and he tell you he love you and you beautiful and you have another one. But that's not a new That's not something new within the last like couple of years. That's definitely something <laughs> that's been going on for the last hundreds of years. Like folks really fuck and don't be together. Folks be having secret families. Right. Talk right. about the military niggas. Hold on. They have kids in Germany. Like it having sex and having a kid doesn't equate to a healthy environment. Nope. I'm going to say it doesn't always equal because you can't. Or let's talk about Nick Cannon. He can financially take care of all them kids he having, but emotionally, no, he cannot. And you cannot tell me he can't because I, mean, I he know couldn't. my dad was at my cheer practice. My dad was at the games. He would break bread for me, even if it was his last dime. Like he made sure he was there for me physically. And Nick Cannon can't do that, but financially, all them kids are good. But is that the only thing, the only thing that we can focus on? No, but he even said it. So, you know, Nick Cannon's son died and his other son was born. And he said it in an interview, like it was the most beautifully, like beautiful experience ever, but it broke his heart. You just buried the kid and you're trying to navigate through the emotions of grieving while also being joyous about the birth of your new one. It's hard emotionally having a kid, period. Your hormones is crazy, and that's on both sides. Your feelings, your thoughts, like, you're trying to get back to you while being responsible for this whole other version of you you created, and it can't be easy. And then to do it multiple times with just selfish intentions is just, like, mind-blowing to me. I couldn't let's, imagine let's just, having a kid to save my life. Let's just be honest. Nick Cannon is a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> You said it, not me. Okay. That's the phrase. All right. (laughs) 
But that falls on both parents because if you see that this man has so many children and you know he has to break his time with so many kids, you know he's not actively going to be in your child's life and you still actively pursue him, that falls on you as well. It takes two to tango. Nick Cannon don't have no real niggas on his team. He's going to be like, hey, bro, you got to stop swimming in these chicks, bro. You got you got too many kids running around here. If they something go wrong, Charles Paul going to take all the money you got. He ain't got no real niggas on his team. He ain't got no real niggas. But even if something goes, as long as he is still doing what he's doing and having these multiple streams of income, he'll be fine. My biggest thing is when you have too many kids with too many people and they start moving across that board, you don't know who you related to. And now it's weird dating. That is weird. Now you done date. You fell in love with your fucking cousin. It's your cousin. You don't know your cousin. You done moved across state lines. That's your cousin. It's weird. Now you're trying to figure out why your kid got some kind of abnormality because you're dating and fucking your cousin, right? Like, so it's, it's just weird all around. People have children and don't actually sit down and think about a, how big a responsibility of having a child is because it don't stop when they turn 18. It don't even stop when they're 25. Y'all don't know how, how often I call my mother. My got bumped. I don't know where it came from. What is it? Let me show you on FaceTime. I'm 26 years old. I don't live at home, but I will drive around that corner to show her the bump. You don't stop raising your kids. My brother, 40 with three kids. The baby had colic. He called my mother. You should know how to do it, but you don't. You need your parents at every step of the way. So if you think about it, if I'm already a fucked up person, I'm trying to work on me and then I have a kid prematurely and keep doing it. At what point do I take a step for myself? You can't take a second. You don't get to breathe and fix you once you have a kid. So... I wholeheartedly agree with portions of what you said, Tia. However, I think we're getting away from what she actually said in the audio recording because she stated a lot of a lot of us or a lot of people have children because they want something to control. And then it says once they get it, um, they can the child is the easiest thing to control and to manipulate because yeah. everything else in your life you can't control. You can't control nope. your boss because they ignorant. You can't control the customers in the line because they customers and they to do and say what the hell they want. You can't control the government because they do and say what they damn well please. Which is, that's a different topic for a different day. But I, I think what she was trying to get to or trying to get us to realize or to understand is that a lot of people, at least now in this, this later generation and maybe the baby boomer generation. It seems all wild. But, they was out there while I lived for the 13, 14 kid. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I think it's, it's gotten to the point to where because we can't control things, um, because we don't allow ourselves to work on who we are as people or just as individuals, that we want something that we can't control. You can't really control animals because they're going to either love you or hate you and then whatever. There's, there's so many more laws that protect animals than there are that protect people. So when you when you can classify like, hey, oh well, I had this one, and the little thing that they say, my house, my rules, you have some form of control or that lobbies over that person, and because they're not of age or they can't do this or they can't speak for themselves, this is where that control aspect comes in because you one you can't keep your relationship, you can't keep your marriage, but you had a baby and now you can control that until it gets to the point where it's just like, all right, fuck you, can't do this, whatever. I don't need you. And I think that that's where she's 
or that's where she was trying to to go I might be overreaching but I mean but she's not wrong how many people could say they know somebody that was like yeah he not my man but we kick it now I'm pregnant and I had a kid so now he gotta be around for 18 years that's whether you want to be a not if you stuck with me because I pushed that kid out and once I go to the court especially in Jersey I got it I got it I got the bag I'm taking 80 percent of your check you gotta see a kid because if you don't when if you get pulled over for a traffic stop my nigga you going to jail bad child support it's a warrant now I just ruined your whole life in five minutes because that's how long it took you to nut five minutes I ruined your entire life in five minutes five seconds I mean, it depends who you fucking, right? But But I just took me longer to take my drawers off. It's a very irresponsible thing having a child, especially when you do not know who you're having that child with. But is that a conversation that everyone has now? Because we we don't have the conversations that are needed to be had before you even lay down next to someone. You literally just lay in the bed with someone. And like what our parents used to say, you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. You do this, you do that. Ooh, no, that's you real to- country. Lay down with dogs, wake up with fleas. That's, <laughs> that's a real thing. We don't, we don't have these important conversations that we need to just as no, just to have relationships with someone. Just no. Have you, you dealt with your childhood traumas? Have you, uh, what's your relationship like with your mom? What's your relationship like with your dad? Do you have siblings? Uh, what is your health history down the line? Like, is there something that you can pass on to this kid if we do I'm end up? Trying to tell you. People be like, so embarrassed. FICA score. A FICA score is really necessary. I don't give a damn about like you working on doing this and doing that. I need to know what your credit score is because in America, your credit score is what gets you what you need. Even if you ain't got no money, you got a right. credit score. You want you make fifteen dollars an hour. You still getting you a brand new ass car off that lot. You get in the house. You gonna get that loan for that house. Mm-hmm. You get a loan to pay my student loans back. back. You could do a lot of things with an eight hundred credit score. Hello? Listen, you can edit pay stubs, but you can't edit that credit score. And that's really what it says. Hello? I can make all the money in the world, but if my credit score is a 615, it don't matter. No. It's like, simple things. Like, when you try to have conversations about, like, sexual history and past, men just get weird. When you try to have conversation about, like, if you got that little slow cousin that be trying to kill his parents, they'll be wanting to tell you. And for me, those are just red flags because I want to know if I pop out a baby and he trying to kill me. Because what is going on? Now we all confused. And he I like your own fault for the cookout. Get like, what the fuck? Like, hey, yo. But it's not men who just get weird. Women get no, weird. No, but it's women too. I see so many women who say they scared to tell niggas that they, they've had an STD. But you're going to get him a baby. But you ain't going to tell him you had chlamydia in eighth grade. Cool. It's okay. weird. Eighth grade? Like, it's so weird the way we perceive like sexual we talk about and unpack. I'm trying to tell you sexual encounters and you know even women who who just don't say anything about like their past traumas and they get in these these relationships where you know they're uncomfortable and they don't say anything and it's it's just a lot of like things we just don't speak on which is why I just won't have a kid. Like I don't I'm definitely team don't have a kid until you have a husband. Um Cause it's just too many uncertainties. Like if I die on the table with my love, cause we all know, right? If I die on the table, I want to make sure my kid not going to foster care. I mean, they won't, cause in my will, they go on the Tisha, but make sure they don't go to foster care. Like I don't want the nigga to be like, well, I wanted you, and now look, and they just sign pause, over their parental pause, rights. Pause, Weird. Pause. Pause. Girl, there's why two things wrong with that. There's two things wrong with that. 
one, you can't be team no kids to uh, until you get married. When you're when you keep pushing me to have a baby and I'm not married nor in a relationship. Secondly, you need to take that clause out your will because I'm not taking the kids. You don't have no choice because I'm be dead. Who you gonna argue with? Argue with the judge. <laughs> um, why? Yes, it's okay. So you have these relationships, and we've already established how our relationships differ. You have these dependable people. So it's okay if you have a child and not be married. You ain't going to never do that shit by yourself. I am not taking the risk of doing it by myself. So yeah, that's just that. But um, <laughs> stop texting the group chat. Um, it's just, it's a very weird thing. Guys, like, how do you guys, like, why would you have a child? We know why Josh would have, well, had a child. Josh made bad decisions. Um, Mark, why would you have a child? Like, what would be your purpose or your reasoning? Like, now I'm ready to be a dad. Why? Because I wanted to have a kid. It's simple. But, like, how does that? Like, it's, it's, I really don't even have. Yeah, it's, like, really just because I wanted to, I was ready to have a child at that point. It's, like, that should literally. What what made you feel ready? I don't know. Like, what in your being was, like, this is what makes me ready for a kid. Well, when I find the right person, then that means that I'd be like, because anytime that I would be willing to, if I feel like the person that I'm with at that point in time is like that person that I want to spend my life with, then I'm willing to give that person a child and I'm willing to be there with them through thick and thin. Like there's no, there's no reason why I would be making any kind of decisions like that prior to. So when that day comes, that will be when I will be ready to have a kid. Until then, I'm just kicking back. So you feel like you need to be emotionally secure in your romantic relationship before pursuing a child? Yeah. Yes? Just emotionally secure? Emotionally I mean, secure in his romantic. But that's the only criteria. I mean, I mean, I'll be financially secure by that point. That part I'm not worried about. I'm gonna have everything that I need for the child by the time that the child gets here. So I'm not worried about that. There's no point in me worrying about having the money for a child if I don't have a person that I'm emotionally compatible and equally yoked with in order to have that child with them. There's no purpose in that. Equally yoked. Do you want a kid? Or do you just feel like that's an obligation to have when you are partnered with someone? No, I mean, I do want to eventually have children. I want to have two. So when I get to that point, though, that's when all of that will be discussed with my partner. Mark Jr. No, don't ever. Don't ever try and wish that negativity on me again. No juniors. No seconds or thirds. No greats or fourths. It ends with the one person. I guess I understand it. I mean, Lex, um, what do you want, kids? Since you're asking everyone me? these questions, yes. Y'all know the answer to that question. I don't think no. I know the answer to that question. Oh, okay. No, I like the children. Not one. Not a single. Not a droplet. Not a half. Nothing. 
So four out of the five people are bougie auntie with all the money. I'm so for it. You already see it. You know the vibes. <laughs> children, Tisha, like children, like more than one child. You want children? I want twins. Yeah. Cause if God could do that, let me tell you, I will never do it again. I won't even have sex no more. Yeah. Oh, okay. No more than two. <laughs> for the right person, I'll give them four. Oh, for hell more. No. For the right person, to be strong. Well, well, it looked like it looked like somebody gonna be giving me four now. Here we go. You got one. Count, nigga. That's three. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like three. Count. Three. And Tisha gonna be the godmama for all of them. No, I'm not. I already have all my godkids. I'm not taking it anymore. Anymore. I just want y'all to know this ahead of time. Don't try sending none of them to Uncle Mark's house. The answer's hell to the yes, no. Yes, yes. Right what? Yes. That is vacation station. What? Mm-hmm. And they're going to they gonna be sent back the same day with return to send. Let me tell you how this phone going to be off. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. Me and Tia going to be in Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. They're going to be sitting there at the doorstep waiting for whoever. I don't give a damn. They're not coming to my house. They just said she got it. They're not coming to my house either. Oh, well, I mean. I say my security system gonna be. It's by the time y'all have children, the security system gonna have. Let's with Josh. Let's start with it. <laughs> it's a lot of people in this competition. Josh is not the only one trying to be the only one. If sound like she said she had a football roster, more like they, basketball. We could do basketball, right? Like, hold on. It's football season. Football roster. I'm bringing that basketball back. It's football season. Why are you biting me? <laughs> We all love a good starter five, you know. Good starter five. A starter five. Give me that preseason team. So nobody's gonna talk about how Tia's currently getting bullied by her first son right now. (laughs) Oh, he wants to go potty, but he has to wait till I put my boot on and stuff. So he's gonna be upset. Oh, I I got my way. Don't worry about that. Definitely get off topic. Anywho, Let's we're get back on topic. A brief intermission, and come back with um, you know Josh talking about his children and so forth. Okay. Children, like more than one. Yep. All right, welcome back to Chosen Kings and Queens Chosen Discussions. Um, we left off with talking about parenting and you know the different discrepancies in which what we think as us being people who do not have children and the couple of people who do have children on the podcast so josh go right ahead lead us in okay what's going on people what's going on people um i am the proud and blessed father of a four-year-old son um let's see in these past four years, I think the biggest lesson I've learned in parenting is you don't know shit. You learn something new every day. And it's not just you learn something new about your child. You learn something new about yourself. Like, I, I'm in a unique situation where, like, I learned about my child. I learned about my child in, like, various different ways. Like, my son is my son is so much like me. Like 
he, he I could tell like his um like his demeanor like when when he was born like I looked in his eyes and like I literally like I literally was like damn he he's just like me he like he got it's like a piece of my soul that's inside of him um yeah um oh you getting emotional yeah um yeah. So I remember I remember when he was I remember when he was first born he uh like the doctor took him to um took him to get circumcised and uh I mean we all know what circumcision is um so I was like okay but what do you think that um so when he came back like the nurse was like he's gonna be real cranky like he's hurting it's like it's fresh um when they when when the nurse took the pimp off to like change him or to like to kind of you know to, to show us what it looked like I bawled my fucking eyes out like I literally like I literally wanted to like choke the life out of somebody I'm like okay it's my child and he's hurting you hurt him even though it's circumcision you kind of have to get that shit versus don't but yeah so I I had to kind of woosa but I knew in that moment that this 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 was some different shit like it, it was different um you in life you have people that you you look out for you have people that you care about but but when you become a parent and someone's life is literally in your hands. Like you're responsible for somebody else. Right? And I would tell this to anybody. Don't like don't have kids unless you're absolutely sure you're willing to put your life on the line for your child. Like if it came down to me giving my life in order for my son to live. I would totally, I would totally do it because some like I know that he would know that his father loved him enough to love him enough to, yeah, love him enough to give his life for him. love, love him enough to give his life for him so he can, so he can survive. Okay, I was gonna sit back and be Mark, but I can't. It's itching. <laughs> can't do as people who are active social media folks y'all probably have seen this question so there was a time ago on twitter where people were discussing if you could only choose to save your partner your wife husband whoever is your significant other or your child who would you save Hmm. you ask who i'm choosing you asking him? I'm choosing. Yeah. I'm asking everybody. She, I, I mean, my kid. Yeah, she gonna. I, I mean, I know my yeah. son would say their wife or husband though, because you can make another kid. But yeah. in my mm-hmm. mind, I am not gonna have a kid with somebody who wouldn't want me to choose my kid because that would be different. Like, yeah, I can have another kid with somebody else, but 
my nigga, I had a kid with you. I want this kid. This is the kid that I live for. This is the kid I would die for. I want yeah. this child. Yeah. So I want the person that I'm with to feel that same way. Like, don't choose me. Choose them. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would I, I would definitely choose. I would definitely choose my son. Like, um, yeah, it's... Ooh. I'm with this choice stuff. If we ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. Bye. <laughs> so, don't. This is a very sensitive subject for Josh. Don't take this as a, a negative, right? But this is a piggyback off of what Lex asked, um, and then your response. So, are you only are you picking your son because of your relationship with? your baby mother no i'm picking my son because my son i'm picking my son because he has all the great parts of me like (laughs) all the good shit about all the good shit about me he has so So, he's you before life fucked you up yeah yeah, that's really that's it. A, so why not, not just let not. you die and let your son and your baby mama die? But how the, would he save them? But, like, how would that work? He killed himself. How would he kill himself? They still on a cliff. <laughs> or in a fire. <laughs> or in the fire, yeah. Like, they still not in a better predicament because he off himself. Well, that, like Mark just said, Bad boys for life, they all go down together. Hell no. Yo, all right, listen up. Yo, yo, yo. Um, all right, so I'm a I'm a movie guy, and Denzel Washington was in this movie called A Man on Fire. And at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, Denzel, he uh, at the end of the movie, uh, Denzel was like, down. Like he knew he had to he it was either him or the little girl. And Nazelle was like, look, um take me, send her back to her people. So Denzel was like, fuck it, let's go with it. And I say that because I like I said, my son has all of the the the, the good parts of me. Like the like all, all of the innocence, all of the like all of the nice, all of the stuff that Nat will love. Um, he has all of that, and um, yeah. Um, I, I just leave like if it, if it meant giving my life in order to save his, I know that the world would be a better place for him in it versus me staying here and giving his life. Now, what you said is very sweet, very heartwarming. Loved it. But Thank it you. also plays into what I said before, is that parenthood is very selfish. Because when you say that you want to save him, you didn't say you want to save him because you know that he'll be a good person. You said you'll save him because he has all the good things about you. Mm-hmm. Which means your and legacy there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I but, just feel like parents struggle yeah. to separate their children as separate entities yeah like he's gonna and this is not being me being mean or rude mm-hmm. that was just me follow- i mean 
he he's human. Like we're like we're all human. Like he's definitely gonna learn. He's definitely gonna make mistakes. Like it's up to me. It's up to me and of course his mother to teach him. Like okay, I can't do this. Like so. Like I'm I'm a firm believer in. I'm not gonna spoon feed him. I'm like I'm gonna let him make his mistakes. Like I'm gonna let him learn. I'm but, not letting my baby make no mistakes. Like, I mean, I'm gonna like I feel like struggling. Y'all is something that's I'm gonna teach you how to ride a bike. I'm gonna teach you how to ride a bike. I'm gonna let you go, and if you fall, and if you just happen to scrape your knee, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna doctor you up. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some uh, antiseptic and some alcohol that doesn't kind of burn, but and put and give you a band aid. But I'm also gonna teach you, okay, like. Even though you fall, you got to get right back up. Like, even if you fall down, don't stay down and get up. Um, yeah. I mean, and being a parent, and being a parent, like, I've learned how to be more selfless. And, um, like, and that's in every aspect of the word, because there's situations where, like, and stepping outside of myself and looking, like, looking at it from another man's. Like it's time I could have flashed out on folks. It's time I could have just did the worst shit in the world. And thinking about him is like, okay, you have a set of eyes looking at you. Fuck, fuck the world. People gonna think what they gonna think. You have a person whose life is in your head that's looking at you to be an example. To, 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 like you have to show him how to be like be a man. Is this the is this the kind of character you want him to have? So in that moment, it's kind of like, okay, you have to, you kind of have to, like, kind of have to bite your tongue or you kind of have to take a different route. It's a mark, it's a mark on the quote. <laughs> Don't try and give me that credit. I didn't say that. Taking a different route, yes, you bet. Mark, what you got to say? Right, he's been very quiet. This facial expression saying, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. No, I mean, I can't speak on being a parent. I haven't been in that at that point. So I have no kind of way to debate whatever Josh is saying at all. Um, Josh has the most experience as far as being a parent he, he's one of the people that has the most experience about you know like parenting and being there for a child even if it you know like he he knows this he's been right. there done that he's still currently doing that i just have a question uh good what do you feel ahead, is the most... huh you go ahead and then i'm gonna say something okay what do you feel is the most valuable lesson that your son has taught you Humility and patience. Humility and patience is everything. Like humility. Um, I remember the first time I had to spank my son for something, and you cried. It was it was hard. Like I I dropped I dropped the thug too. It was hard, but I 
but I had to correct him because I would rather me correct him than somebody from the street do it. And as hard as it was, like I actually, I actually reached out to uh, one of my mentors who who has three sons, and like I got his input. I'm like, bro, like first time you have to you have to whip your son. What you do? Like, like how you approach that? He was like, bro, it, it was hard because like you don't want to do it, but you have to. Like you have to be disciplined. Like he who spares the rod spoils the child. Like as, as biblical, and uh, patience. Uh, yeah, it's patience is everything. Like a child tests your patience. Sorry, the child tests your patience. Um, yeah, a child tests your patience. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, yeah. You have to be like, you have to be really, really, really strong because they're gonna have that moment in Walmart where they where they, they start going crazy. Or they gonna have that moment when they don't wanna be potty trained and they don't wanna stay on the toilet and you like you stay 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 your ass on the toilet. Um, uh yeah. So patience, humility. You don't think he taught you anything before he was born? Like uh, just his conception of it all, him, his the nine months in which um, you guys like yeah, had uh, to talk about how to raise him, uh, or you know what you would like to give him that you didn't get, or what you did get that you would never want him to be a part of. Like, um, yeah. Uh, so approaching, so in the nine months leading up to my son coming into the world. Um, I, I I was nervous. Uh, like I, I was nervous, like ninety five percent of the time. Like uh, the the Will Smith song, just the two of us, like was my that 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 was my go to. Like I literally played that song like nonstop for like seven out of the nine months. That is the cheesiest thing I've heard listen, in a long time. I, listen. I'm like, not giving you no gifts. That shit is annoying. We might want to hear that. Lex, <laughs> no. Lex, no, no, no. It was it, no. The, the the reason why is because the reason why is because um it goes back to what you put in the chat. Um, yeah, it like, was just the two of y'all. But what if it was three of y'all or four of y'all? Like now it's just the four of y'all. Like I don't know. No, what you, wait. it's all about me. Like, just me, myself, and all. Oh, like, I want to be worshipped the whole nine months. Well, a lot of people don't realize is, yeah, you have to be careful who you who you lay down with, but you also you also have to be prepared for the fact that, like, you may end up being a single parent at some point because of something that's not not of your own volition. Like, like, I mean, not to, like, I, and, and not to badmouth her, but, like, I'm going to probably have to do it anyway. I'm probably going to have to do it on my own anyway. See, and see up until up until 
you you see how up until you see how what how and what you can get out of a situation, that changes your whole attitude. And I just like and I'm I'm gonna leave it at that because like I said, I never bad mouth. I never bad mouth her in the public space. But yeah, up until you see what and like what and how much you can get out of a situation, you will like it definitely changes your attitude and perspective on a lot. Like that's a that's a conversation for another day. I only ask that question because a lot of people, a lot of women say, you know, once I seen the ultrasound, everything changed, right? But I I refuse to believe that's only for women. I uh, refuse to believe in the nine months that we change, you guys don't change. You learned something about yourself. Uh, I shoot. No, you you absolutely right. Like you like what I learned. What I've learned about myself in those nine months is that no matter how much I, no matter how much I prepare for it, you never really prepare because it's always like you're always gonna like you're always going to like until you're in the moment, you can prepare like you can do whatever to prepare, but until you're in the moment, it's like you really don't know shit. Like you don't left nothing. I wholeheartedly agree with, with with Josh. You can't but like it doesn't matter how much stuff you buy, how many classes you take, how much advice you get from someone else. You're going to constantly always be learning every step of the way, every minute of every hour, every time you wake up and you hear the baby crying. You just or, made my day with that. <laughs> or anything to that nature. Like you just made my day. Struggle. Like a that is why that 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 is why it's about to rain outside because listen, I hate you so much. That's, that's yeah. what anything though, right? Like so, I feel like there's learning curves with everything. You think you prepare for something till you step in it. A kid is a completely different story. And, I, see, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying that from experience. Like, but no, I'm not. I'm saying I agree, right? I feel like that goes with everything. People go, I'm so prepared for marriage to that shit punch you in the mouth. I'm so prepared for a kid. I bought everything in the store. I went to all of Lamar's classes and then Ooh. something happens. Like, like as sad as it is, SIDS, no one's ever prepared for that. Uh, right? Listen. So you're like overly prepared or you're just like so prepared for all of these things. And if you sit back and think about it, like we're never really prepared for nothing. Yo, and now I'm sad because like I started this. this conversation like I'm not prepared to have a kid, but you're never yeah. really prepared to have one or two. Yo, it's like, depending on you sleep with one or two. Marriage, 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 and having children are uh, literally like you. You both have to walk into both of those situations being selfless as hell. Like selfless, being selfless, and being patient. Like one being selfless. Like it's not about you. It's not about you. 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 You, you give up your eyes for weeds. Marriage, same way. Parents, same way. You give up your eyes for weeds. It's not just about you anymore. It's about you and your child. Like in a marriage, it's about you and your partner. Like and if y'all have a kid, y'all give up eyes for right. them. So yeah. Like, like if, like there is, there is, there are so many broken marriages. There are so many broken homes. Is because people went into every situation with I, 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 I. What can I get out of the situation instead of like how can we grow? 
it, it, it was an I situation instead of a we situation. Like, it's like you you have to be selfless at some point. Like, and and, and even for the folks who, who don't have children and say they don't want to have children, like, I mean, Ooh. like selflessness, selflessness, being selfless, being selfless is not the end of the world because I, I promise you, being that rich auntie to have all that fucking money, she gonna she gonna up that she gonna up some of that money to them nephews and nieces and the college funds and all that other yeah. So the the rich aunties and the rich uncles they they selfless too. They just don't like they just they just want kids they can love on for like four to six hours and then give them back to their parents, which is totally fine. Or or you have the people like Nat. Or the guy mamas and like okay, Nat gonna have like twenty kids in the house with her. The kids gonna be running the house. Nat just gonna be chilling. That's a lie. <laughs> One, a gonna be twenty kids around. Two, I don't believe in kids running the house, let alone doing what. When I say when I say, when I say running, outside, you better be back when the street light come on. When I say running the house, you gonna have a, a structured ass house. Oh, absolutely. Every gun. Every goddamn minute of the day. <laughs> it's gonna be structured as hell. That's them show not my house. My friends let me watch their kids. They came back. Mm-hmm. They was talking about the mommy. She let me eat Vienna sausages and chocolate stir up. Mm-hmm. Why you let her do that? You see how happy she is? Why would I stop her? She had a great time. No. Okay, so I only send my kids to Lex for 30 minutes a week. <laughs> They gonna come back with a new meal idea. I promise. They gonna be in the kitchen like you got oranges and olive oil. Have at it, baby. Uh, you do best. Uh, you will never you will be, be babysitting. <laughs> 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 Wait, I'm like, I'm a prank. So if you still send your kid this way, don't come. Don't don't be on my phone like you let my kid eat this. Yes, I did. Anything else? Lex, you the post. I'll babysit any of my friends' babies at this point. Anytime for no money. They gonna eat what they eat, take home what they take home, sis. Congrats. We bored. We went to Target and now we all got harmonicas. Enjoy the blues. <clears throat> Listen, I sent my phone with a ukulele. You better teach my baby. Bruh. I'm, you know what? This, I'm just this trying to I'm, I'm just trying to have I'm just trying to have her in the front y'all barefoot what? I'm just trying to have her in the front yard pregnant and barefoot hollering for no reason. Who? Why would you wish that negativity on me? I knew exactly who you something. Why would you wish that? That's not even beautiful. I'm trying to be ass naked in Aruba. Stop. For fucking my plans up. Need a baby moon. A who? All right. We're going to take another small brief intermission. We're small. Out. I'm going to fight Josh. So I would say that being a parent is the most amazing thing in the world because not only do you get a ch- not only do you get a chance to watch somebody grow up and to to help them grow up, but you get a chance to grow yourself. Like Lex Tesla, like never stop learning. Like you learn like you learn like there, there isn't a manual to this shit. Like you, you can read 
as many books as you want, but there's 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 not a manual to this. Like you 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 learn as you go. So, um, some people like some people are great parents. Some people are shitty parents, but you you learn something. Like some some people just aren't made to be parents. Like. Like I said, two of the biggest things I learned is humility and patience. Um, I had to realize that it's like my life is not mine. My life is not mine no more. Like I, I, I have like I have somebody else I have to like to look at to 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 watch. So it's just like at, with every day that passes. I thank God more and more because, like, that's my biggest blessing. Like, it's my biggest blessing to get a chance to just to, just to call myself his dad. Like, that's my little boy. That's my little man. Like, it's not about the shoes. It's not about um like begging him to play a sport. Just about being his dad. And just like being happy, just about being happy with him doing funny stuff and then looking at me smiling. So, uh, um, to close out, I would say, oh, shoot, uh, people become parents for different reasons, and parenthood is one hell of a ride if you're blessed to be that you know, make sure that you make the best impact in your child's life. Be the person that you needed growing up before your kid. Yeah. Ooh, um, love a PBS special. <laughs> Next. What I got to say to close out is, see when Lex hit that mega millions, she gonna change that fucking number. I ain't changing nothing. Drop y'all kids off. We in chocolate syrup and Vienna sausages. We out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send them with a packed lunch, like for school. But yeah, I'm gonna send that bitch right back to you. Don't even worry. It'll be still with the little ice pack in there. Uh, yo, Mark, what you got, man? Mark. Mark don't got no service. Fuck you sleep. No, he's buffering, I think. Uh. <laughs> Look, what is he doing? This is me looking uh, for Mark. I'm uh, waiting for him to buffer uh, in. And thank you for having us. We <laughs> we love you, and Listen. we're logging off apparently. Listen, oh, is Tia still on here? Of no. course, I'm up here. Natisha, no. Natisha. Tia's right there too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hey. Hi. So, what I for me to close out is like, I mean, yeah, be careful. Like, you always like be cognizant of who you're having children with, right? Like, I mean, every nut ain't a good nut. I just leave you with a big nut. 
every nut every nut ain't a good nut and yeah like like they don't call it a seed for nothing them seeds can grow yeah the child like like, not about well yeah just be careful like be cognizant of your other children but like if you if you can't see that person being in your life for the rest of your life you might not want to have a baby like if it's one thing that i wish i could like tell anybody yeah, like if you can't see that person being your life for the rest of your life, you might not want to. You might not want to. Uh, you might not want to go wrong with that person. You might want to pull out. Pray yeah. after, yeah. good measure. Yeah. Um, yeah. We <sighs> see what a swallow. Get a little turkey baster. Make sure you get everything. <laughs> <laughs> My son, my son is my biggest blessing. Like, and I, like, I, I remember I said somebody, like, I don't regret my son. I just regret who his mother is. And um, somebody, no, somebody, somebody, like, stopped me. Like, one of my mentors was like, "Yo, you don't, you you saying that wrong? Like, you should never regret who your son's mother is because." Like God chose her to carry your son, so even if you regret her, like he wouldn't be here. So, like, and and, and that changed my way of thinking. And that changed my way of thinking because, like, no, no matter what she does, I don't hate her because at the end of the day, that's his mom. Like. I may not like how she operates, what she do, and I may not like her as a person, but that's his mother. Like I, I won't, I don't get, I, I won't, I don't get anything out of that. Like it, like it won't, it won't do me no good. Like seriously, and yeah, just that's another thing that I learned in my son four years of being on jerk. Like just. But that's another area I grew in. Like if, like no matter what a person does to you, if a person don't like you, person say they hate you, uh, you could be the 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 worst person in the world to them. Yeah. Lex, I I think that parenthood is beautiful, but it's still selfish, and that's okay. And that are my that is my last words. Okay, Angela, you close us out. That is not my name. Anywho, um, people have babies for different reasons. They have them for families. They have them out of vengeance. They have them because they like to control things. They have them just because at times, or because it might have been an accident or a slip up because the pullout method didn't work. However, we're here. It is what it is, but for anyone who has children or who wants to have a family later on in life, think about who you're laying down with first. Ask those important questions and keep going from there. Some of you will probably figure out that you do not want kids and that's fine. Some of you might just want to be married or you want to be city girl, city boy, whatever you want to do all your life, do it. 
have a hot girl, hot boy summer all year long. Do it. It is what it is. But don't don't bring a baby into this world <laughs> if oh. you don't have the means to take care of it, the love emotionally, physically, and or mentally to do any of that. So until again, until next time, we thank you. Peace out. Bye. Yeah. I'm getting walked on. So this is what's happening.